Welcome to episode 7, Don't Trust the Cast, the 7th Heaven, a story mode, a video game podcast brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and I'm joined tonight by Simon Evans. See, I knew you were going to make a joke about 7th Heaven, but I still... I wasn't quite prepared for I'm it. I'm unpredictable. <laughs> Keelan Simpson. I'm also not over this seventh heaven thing. What the hell? <laughs> well, and we... <laughs> bringing us all to seventh heaven, we have a guest. The man, the myth, Ooh. the legend. Dare I say the love of my life. Josh Cotter. Hi. I'm seventh heaven. I just wanted to drop that on the show. <laughs> so there's... Don't Google it. <laughs> Just don't Google it. It's, it's dark. It's it's fucked. Um, speaking of fucked, we're in our seven hundredth week of the pandemic. Of we're on pandemic watch still. We're all in quarantine. Various levels of quarantine, as I assume everyone listening is, unless you listen to this in a few months, which is fucking wild. Thanks. <laughs> um, how are you coping? Being cooped up at home. Oh, it's taking a bit of adjustment. But I don't know. A bit. Finding things to do, occupying my time, playing video games. Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, interesting that's, that's... That the concept of time has disappeared. I mean, look, I normally just spend all of my time at home playing video games anyway, so <laughs> makes no difference. I mean, I'm still at work as well, so... Oh, yeah, yeah same, still, same. So I'm still, still going away. into work. Yeah, and then when I'm not there, you know, I'm in seventh heaven. <laughs> oh, mate, when you Google, I'm on when you Google this, you're going to regret. Number 10. I've got nothing. I've got no puns. <laughs> I scratch that. I've got too many number puns. We'll be here for days. Um, so we'll just get through some news first, and then we've, we've brought Josh on for a very special topic. We're going to get into the Final Fantasy VII um, remake preview slash review. Yeah. It's a bit of a bizarre thing. We'll, we'll get into a bit more detail um, in a moment. But first of all, we'll um, uh, let's change. Let's uh, let's switch it up. Simon, you can go first. Speaking of the uh, switch, I'm a Star Child toilet. Mario, there's there's a few uh, Mario remasters coming to the Switch, aren't there? Yeah. So there was a report from VGC that says basically for Mario's 35th birthday, we can expect uh, remastered versions of Super Mario 64. Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy. Plus, and 3D World? Well, that a sort of deluxe edition, kind of like what they did with Mario Kart 8. But a separate package, ah, okay. right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So um, the first three, so Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy will be together, or it's at least rumored to be together in like one package. It's like an anniversary, yeah. anniversary edition, um, which will look really cool. Uh, I'm super excited for that. I think Sunshine is the most underrated Mario game ever. Um, plagued, plagued by unfortunate camera controls. But other than that, I think it's fucking fantastic and super underrated. Um, Man, I'm really excited yeah. for that if that does happen. Because I've been waiting on Sunshine to get a re-release for like, what, a yeah. decade now. Um, yeah. That game still like looks beautiful. But like, yeah, I, it does, I, actually. I love the way Mario controls. I don't think he's ever controlled better than in that game. Like, just the like the momentum. <laughs> Feels so good. See, I'm, I'd actually disagree with you on that one. I'd say I think he controls best in Mario Galaxy. That's where, or at least I personally, first got really, really fucking good at controlling Mario. Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. I can't believe it's been around for 35 years. How old is this fucking plumber? <laughs> uh, Doesn't look I a day over like, 10. 
Look at that stash. <laughs> What's that weird 10-year-old with big bushy mustaches? <laughs> Bendigo whoa, breeds whoa, weird buddy, ones. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. As someone what, who has never... Plumber? <laughs> as someone who's never played these games before, are those... Do they still hold up? Are they still good? Are they worth playing? Sunshine, no. Can't grow <laughs> someone who can't grow a mustache, yes. Um, I feel uh, attacked. Overall... <laughs> Overall, I would say all three of them are absolutely worthwhile games, especially if they come out as a bundle pack. Um, I went back and played Super Mario 64 maybe about a year or two ago on an N64 emulator that I had on my computer. Um, and it does hold up. There, there's obviously a lot of like oh, just general uh, progression in video games and like quality of life changes that mm-hmm. kind of felt like they were missing. But the way that the game is designed, it never detracts from the experience mm-hmm. similar thing with sunshine i went back and played that uh maybe again about a year or so ago after i got my hands on another gamecube um and yeah that game is still really really fun it is just mm-hmm. the camera controls and then mario galaxy is arguably one of my favorite mario games ever because it is Ooh. just so good yeah a lot of praise <laughs> an interesting point there do you think it'll come out as a bundle um, well, that that's what they're talking about. That's what all of the reports I feel are, like that are saying, that it's an crazy. anniversary collection. Well, if it came out, like, three games in one, that would be phenomenal. I wish, like, but, like, they've er- that Nintendo's gotten so used to being able to release Wind Waker HD, Twilight <laughs> Princess HD, Ocarina of Time 3D, Ocarina of Time... You know, virtual console. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, that is true. I mean, that that is what the rumor says, a pack of three. Like, that sounds... Like yeah, perfect. Those are some pack like of three, three of the best games of all time, mm. and well, you know, two and Sunshine. Yeah, poor Sunshine. <laughs> um. as, as somebody who'd never really like, I I was not really a Nintendo kid when I grew up, so I've ne- I've never played any of these games. But I know that they have such a high uh, regard within the gaming community for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm. As a bundle, I will play these in a heartbeat, sold separately. I think the price point the yeah. price point would be the issue be if they were sold That's it. separately. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I'm quite excited about is the fact that Super Mario 3D World, the Wii U game, is going to get a deluxe edition, which includes some extra content, like a couple of extra levels and so on and so forth. I was never able to get my hands on Super Mario 3D World because um, when it came out, I had literally no money at all. I was on Centrelink and barely keeping myself alive. Really, really wanted to get it. And then by the time I had money, it was gone from store shelves and I couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I haven't been bothered to track it down, mind you. But And that is, again, another game which has gotten really, really good praise. Um, and then there's also rumours that there'll be another Paper Mario game, but more in line with the GameCube and the N64 game, so Thousand Year Door. Um, yeah, which I think is good um, because recently it's gone off the rails a little bit with Sticker Star and... Color splash, and I mean like the, which those games are like really huge influences on uh, like the South Park games. <laughs> like their combat's mm, yeah. very similar, the exploration's very similar. Um, and I feel like those games, um, like you know, take away the humor, take away like the writing. Um, I still feel like they have something that appeals to a mass market. Maybe that's like the like something that makes turn-based combat appeal to a larger audience. And I think that's really special. And I think that's the like active combat and kind of the QTEs yeah, that yeah, they throw in. So I think this could be yeah. a huge get for Nintendo, especially with people picking mm. up like Octopath Traveler 
or bravely default to the demo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the demo, demo. Colon, the demo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well speaking of old games i mean 35 years for for a franchise is pretty good but uh keelan's gonna get a little bit further back here with some ms dos education mm-hmm. games well i don't know if that's strictly speaking accurate ms dos means ms2 or second <laughs> <laughs> all right and that concludes spanish lesson 101 <laughs> you're welcome um, it's amusing that you talk about uh, education here because uh, that's what my topic is, to, is about today. Um, so there's a project called ExoDOS. It's uh, basically uh, a catalog that preserves all the MS-DOS games ever made, which is a vast array of uh, mm. content. Um, but they've done something really interesting recently. They've packaged up all of these educational games uh, MS-DOS games and Windows 3.1, I think, games as well. Um, There are 299 MS-DOS titles and uh, 368 Windows games uh, that they've packaged up. Yeah, it's a a shit ton. Um, But basically, they've put this together now that we're all in quarantine to give people's kids something to do, which is really nice. I suspect that modern kids will... Uh, probably turn up their noses when they, mm. once they see an MS-DOS game. But yeah. the, the thought's so nice. You, you say that, and when... So just kind of going behind the curtain here, we prepare a few days ahead of time what we'll, our new topic's going to be. So when Keelan said you're going to do this, I was like, hmm, this is like, I don't know anything about this, and this doesn't sound like my alley at all. But then I saw a game, a game that has become a meme, a game that kids will play, the Oregon fucking trail. Oregon <laughs> trail. Get some distance. The Oregon the trail list. is fantastic. There's uh, Oregon trail, Jones in the fast lane, Maths Munchers, and Carmen San Diego. Oh, yes. Oh, shit, Carmen yeah. San Diego. I used to play that at school. I went through the list and I found a game that I loved when I was a child. It is called Magic School Bus Inside the Earth. <laughs> oh, that yes. sounds pretty cool. Oh, my. Be still my beating heart. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> Fell in love with Miss Frizzle. Oh, Everyone loves oh. Miss Frizzle. Isn't she a lesbian? Um, oh. Is that canon? I think I it know. is. Like just on a really random that tangent. Was, yeah, here, that happened in the after school special. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but there you go. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm pretty um, sure that's true. Anyway, I have like really, really fond memories of a bunch of like educational games back at, from you know the old primary school, the old schoolyard. We had putt putt. <laughs> and we had Zumbinis. Ah, okay. Dude. And if you bring one of those to Switch, I'm talking to you, Mr. Nintendo. <laughs> you bring one of those games to Switch, and I'll buy it. Sir. Did any of you guys play Putt Putt and or Zumbinis? Oh, Putt Putt was my jam. For real. Yeah, yeah. Putt Putt's fucked sick because like, it's a car and he has to like set up a fair. It's like, who's coming to the fair? <laughs> the cars? What is happening? And I've heard stories of the, Zumbi- the Zubinis. Zumbinis were like. There's yeah, actually an Android to... port of Zumbinis. Yeah, you guys have Android. I'm sure phones. there's a. Oh, oh, yeah. I was. I was just had an asthma attack. <laughs> that is exciting. Because one of my favorite YouTubers um, did a did a thing about Zumbinis. Yeah. I think maybe a year or two ago, yeah. and I was like, hmm. Yeah. You look, uh, you look lost. Have you played Zumbinis, or do you know? Of Zumbinis? I have heard the name Zumbinis before, but I don't know what it is. So, can you explain it briefly? No. I can't. Cause it's every, a feeling. It's, it's, it's just too much. There's too many things going on. So it, it's an educational game where you have these little characters called Zimbinis and you give them little outfits. So different things will do different things. So 
the skate shoes will let you like roll blade and stuff like that. And you can do different challenges, different puzzles with them. Um, and I remember there was one where you have to make a pizza. And it's kind of like that board game Mastermind, where it's like Ooh. you have to guess what the code is, but you'll only find out you got three parts of the code out of five right. But you don't know which three parts. You need to keep working it out. You did it with pizza. So you have to put a number of toppings on it, and the person says, okay, you got two out of how many right? It's kind of start working out and deduce which is a thing. I have nightmares about that still because that was so fucking hard. <laughs> hey, this this child's game kicked my ass for years. And I think if I played it today, it would continue to do so. <laughs> um, so moving on from that because, you know, it's not all sunshine and lollipops in the quarantine. Um, some further bad news. It's all bad news at the moment, isn't it? Last of Us has been delayed. Last of Us 2 was meant to come out on May 4th, but in a uh, statement released by Naughty Dog and Sony last week, um, they've kind of said that it is indefinitely delayed due to the uh, garbage fire pandemic that we're going through at the moment. Mm. So just a little quote from the uh, Naughty Dog uh, press release. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. Sure fucking is. We wanted to reach out to all of you in our community to give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with development of The Last of Us Part 2. We're in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to the logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure that everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone i actually love this decision i I, i'm sort of playing up the fact that i'm really pissed about this i think it's brilliant um it's a brilliant move in a really shitty time so this Mm. is clearly in response to final fantasy's staggered release um they squared didn't really know what to do with some um uh countries you can sell it some complete lockdown some places were already leaking it they just said about 10 days ahead of release date which was meant to be on the 20th they just released it in Australia. And I believe there's another territory they released it and I'm not quite sure where. But in Australia, they released it. So people were getting it and they were very, very um, quick to say, hey, I know this, you know, this game has been out for a long time, but there are spoilers here. Can you just respect people's wishes? Now, that's for a game that's released years and years ago. Last of Us 2, The Last of Us is such a narrative-focused game could you imagine if the first one came out staggered and we found out some of those story beats leaked on the internet? Mm. That would have been heartbreaking. So I I like what they're doing here. I think for the benefit of everyone in you know in a wider sense, release it when you can and when we can all enjoy this. I mean, you don't really enjoy The Last of Us, do you? you get your heart broken to a million pieces. But we can all experience it at the same time. Yeah. Um. So it, it's a bad situation. It sucks, but I think it's completely reasonable. And I think this has really got the player at Well, heart. so do you think it's a distribution yeah. issue? Like with physical copies? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So that was a this, Neil this Druckmann's decision, right? That would have been like head honchos at Sony being like, we won't be able to... I think a bit of both. Yeah, yeah I think they probably would have mm-hmm. had a sort of forum discussion about it yeah. and been like, um, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, Neil Druckmann, the creative director behind the project, he has, um, came out on the PlayStation blogcast and he said, uh, quote, all sorts of different options... They're exploring all different options for how to release the sequel as soon as possible. I hope that doesn't mean digitally. No, I don't, I don't like buying my games happen. digitally because they're fucking expensive. <laughs> the PSN store is fucking expensive and it makes no sense. I don't have a case. Where's my little booklet? <laughs> I'm paying more. 
it blows well, I mind. feel like um, releasing it digitally first would be the same thing as putting out, you know, um, only 5 million physical prints, you know, like people are still yep. going to miss yeah. out no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're trying to avoid. And also, can we just take a second to appreciate the fact that a game related to a zombie apocalypse is being mm. <laughs> delayed mm. by mm. Yeah, notes, the Capcom. spread of, a, <laughs> of almost a zombie apocalypse. It's great. See, people are calling it coronavirus purely because somebody couldn't spell cordyceps. That's all this is. Oh, no. People are going mushrooms. I, out I of feel like there is like something that. to that, though, because of the, <laughs> I agree. the, the content I, I don't think of this the is game. The time for it. Yeah, uh, because of the content of the game, I think that's going to impact sales. People are going to be like, mm. "I don't want to buy this yeah. depressing thing. I don't want to play this. I'm going to yeah. play Animal Crossing it's, instead." I think I, I, I completely agree. I think Animal Crossing is a really, really good game to bring up because one of the reasons so many people are getting into it, it is such a departure from what real life is at the moment. And while most like quotes gamers will buy Last of Us regardless. I think it's just people who are sort of, you know, fringe players. They don't really know mm. that much about the game, but they seem that everyone's hyped about it. They're going to get it. Is it the time for it? Yeah, mm. No. I, I, I think this is a really, really painful decision for them to make, but I think it mm. is the right one. And I, I can't wait till we can all sit down and all play it together and um, experience our heart just shattering into a trillion pieces over this yeah. game but a, another game was actually delayed um in the midst of all this iron man vr which was meant to come out and make the true team. loss uh that was also delayed in the same day now i played iron man vr packs i was last year guys it's fucking sick oh, it is, i'm really it excited one of for the it funnest va guy vr games i've ever played you had those stupid shitty move controllers <laughs> and garbage but you use them as like your uh, hand thrusters and the sensitivity is quite good so if you put them in front of you you stop if you put them behind you you're gonna go forward but you can start doing tricks and i got really really good and you feel really badass about it <laughs> that's the game that i'm disappointed it's not coming out because i think that's that's cool escape would have got you back into you vr it may <laughs> they won't but it may no. <laughs> it i can't be the potential's there but you're not making any promises now there are a few other games, big games coming out this year. Um, that I'm one I'm very concerned about getting delayed. Um, Ghosts, Ghosts of Tsushima. Is that how you pronounce it? Do you pronounce the T? Tsushima. 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 Mm. I think you do. How about when you name a game, you think of people that have that have a lisp? You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're out there. We are legion. We're everywhere. That was meant to come out on June 26th. Uh, I think that will get delayed. I. Don't yeah, see. I think it's a shame they didn't get ahead yeah. of that and do that. I mean, th- I guess they wanted to see how people reacted to the Last of Us delay before they started delaying everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Avengers and Cyberpunk in September. I think they're possibly a little bit safer. Yeah, yeah. Ma- Last of Us may have had to do this. So Naughty Dog and Sony may have had to do this because their game was coming out soon. They couldn't really explore other options. It's just like, no, just delay it. We can't think of anything right now. Mm-hmm. However, with Cyberpunk and Avengers in September, you have months to work out contingency plans to how best this can work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. ah, you never know. Let's just jump, dive into the uh, the big old topic, the main topic. Now, before we get into our preview slash review of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I just want to go over something real quickly. It's a little heads up. Now, the original game came out over 20 years ago, but not everyone's played it. And because of the staggered release that we just mentioned, not everyone's been able to play the remake. So we're just putting a big old spoiler warning up here. 
So Josh and Simon have been able to play it. How many hours mm-hmm. have you guys put into it, roughly? Uh, I've put in about, I was looking at it earlier, uh, about six-ish hours. I've just reached the start of Chapter 6. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep. So I, I am going to try and keep my sort of opinions as spoiler-free as possible and mostly talk about oh. just some of the technical stuff as opposed to... Um, story bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avoid talking about the story bits. Also, for perspective... I've never played the original Final Fantasy VII. I own it, like, three times over, <laughs> and have played maybe the first ten minutes about four times, and then just gotten bored and given up. Yeah, That's more on me than it has been the game, because I just haven't <laughs> set aside the time. Um, but I am absolutely engrossed in this, and I think it is bloody fantastic. Yay. Josh, how many hours do you reckon you've put away onto this? So, I reckon I've put away um, about ten so far. Um, okay, so sorry, I was going to put a pin in there. So if you don't want to get the first ten hours of the game spoiled, yeah. uh, just listen anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know. we'll be we'll be good. Just, just listen anyway. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm listen. about up to chapter eight. I think I've just begun chapter eight. Um, oh, cool. So yeah. here's the big question: This game had a lot of hype, and so I've played the demo. I played it at PAX. Uh, my partner's stoked for it. She bought it last week. It only arrived today, so unfortunately, I haven't played play it yet. I'm on the fence. I'm going to play it. And Keelan, I think, is a little bit more on the meh, whatever. Mm. Well, that be I right? don't have any of the con- the consoles that it's available on, so it's yeah. a non-factor for me right now. Oh, I forgot to <laughs> I forgot a, to mention. What a fucking loser! <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Um, that uh, yeah. So I'm a I'm a big Final Fantasy fan as well. Um, so you know, show up scrubs. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> um Oof. so uh no uh yeah I, I grew up playing i'm I'm considerably younger <laughs> than you guys so um i i grew up um with like kingdom hearts primarily um and i was introduced to final fantasy 7 being my first one as kind of like this is like the original kingdom hearts by my older brother and i was like whoa man why is he blonde <laughs> and why does he look like a lego you know, twelve-year-old brother didn't have answers to those questions. You know, it was a different time. Because because to, to him it was like, no, this is real life. Like this Dude, is this is real. Picture perfect. There's bullets. In well, this is realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So growing up, it was like the edgier, you know, um, spiky hair, anime, anime boy kind of thing. But um, uh, so I've it's always kind of been around, and you know, I've always held Final Fantasy VII in pretty high regard, and I've always been really like you know, well-versed on everything that happens in it because I've seen entire playthroughs, like, multiple times, just witnessed my uncle or my aunt or, you know, older brother or whatever, checking it out. Hmm. Well, I've, like, I play a lot of games, obviously. <laughs> um, whenever I tell people I've never, really, I've never played Final Fantasy before, the response is not even seven. <laughs> like, seven is... One of the games, broad JRPG. Yeah. You can just get a West. bunch of games to kind of show off what games are over the years. Seven is such a uh, cultural touch point of yeah, games. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's it's a so huge historic. Do you moment. think? And I know this is a massive question to start off with. Does it live up to the hype and expectations? The remake. Uh, if I if I'm I'm going to jump in just first. Yeah. Sorry. Um But. As someone who has no nostalgia for Seven and seeing everyone else's hype in regards to this, I would say overall, yes, it does, but not totally. I feel like there are, there are a few shortcomings. Uh-huh. Um, 
but I don't think it's the fault of the game or the design or anything like that. I think the, the shortcomings that are there are just technical uh, hardware restrictions and limitations more so than anything else. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, f- I feel very similar where, um, like, this is a game people have been asking for since, what, <laughs> 97 when it released. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. No. When are you going to remake it? Yeah. It's a year old. No. Fuck off. 98. Remake it now. You know, we got, like, the PS3 <laughs> tech demo in, like, 2006. And it was kind of like, yo, like, when's this happening? And then they put out, like, a, you know, they put out the CG movie and they started expanding the universe around the mid-2000s. And it was kind of like, yo, this is building up to something. You know, they put out a prequel. Mm. They put out a mobile game. They put out another mobile game. Um, And I just don't know (laughs) if it lives up. Like, It definitely lives up to the hype. Um, I think it is going to give fans what they want. Um, But similar to what... Simon was saying uh, it's kind of those technical drawbacks where it's kind of like, man, I can't wait to play this on PS5 when the textures load in. That is actually a thing. Or the NPC models. Which I felt bad for. Or like the NPC models look like they're from, you know, 2020. So (laughs) this is part of the game. This isn't the full Final Fantasy VII remake. This is just Midgar. Yes. Now, that means that the sequels, the other parts will be on PS5. Hmm. Well, do you feel, and this is something that I've been seeing a lot on social media, a lot of people feel like this part one was really made for the PS5, yeah. and some parts aren't yeah. working as well. They should be on PS4 because it was really made for the re-release on PS5. Well, that's, and mm. that's then, exactly what I'm thinking with it, Jess. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's absolutely the the thing I was thinking as well at certain points. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. I see the. I can actually sort of physically see this loading time happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which you won't get with the uh, SSD, which, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I was, PS5. I was then like, Thank oh yeah, but as, you, as, as we, you told me what that means, as, as we spoke about like last week, you know, it, it wouldn't be so much of an issue. Um, to, to add on to that as well, the technology that it's built on Unreal Engine Four is very scalable. It's the kind of thing mm, that it is. shouldn't be too difficult for them to sort of like just basically chuck it onto the PS Five and yeah. have it running better, more smoothly. And look better. Well, like Square uh, has I even don't... come out and said that they're not making next gen games anytime soon. They're going to be working with um, PS4 and Xbox One as kind of their baseline, and um, you'll just kind of see, yeah, that scalability um, yeah. across next gen kind of consoles, and that includes you know Western games from like IDOS and stuff, um, like the Avengers. So I, I can totally see that texture not popping in is because just like Mark Cerny said. I'm, I turned my head too quickly. <laughs> I need to take a picture of my ear. <laughs> to, I mean, to be fair, guys, tell- as well, that whole texture pop-in thing is a problem that every single Unreal Engine 4 game this generation deals with. <sighs> it's terrible. See, <laughs> my can't- my experience with it in particular, so I'm, I've got a PS4 Slim, um, and I was like, oh, I wonder if it would be a little bit better on the, on the PS4 Pro or something, but... Yeah, there, were, there was a few other bits and pieces that happened. I was like, nah, nah this, this wouldn't make too much. Yeah, just rounding up, like, the technical I, side. Sorry, Jesse. I was, no, was just that, um, uh, yeah, I was playing on a PS4 Pro, and it runs, from what I can tell, in 4K. Um, of course, I don't know yep. if that's checkerboard. I don't know, you know, if it's crazy good at anti-aliasing, but um, it looks really good mm-hmm. in 4K. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel... I don't want to get too bogged down in the technical aspects because, like we were saying, this is a great game and it's going to live up to everybody's expectations. It's just um, there's 
points in the game that really jump out as kind of like, this could have used a bit more polish. Hmm. I feel like it, it kind of goes between, there are parts, again, even in the demo. So I, I played the demo that got released on the PSN, uh, what, three weeks ago or so? And I also played it at PAX last year. And while there are parts that, I don't want to say struggle, but you can see those t- kind of uh, technical boundaries that it starts to hit. It's hitting them because this game is pushing the console. Yeah, this is one is. of the most gorgeous things I've seen. Yeah. Hey guys, um, how loud is your PS4 when you're playing it? It's actually um, one of the quietest <laughs> games I've actually heard. Yeah, my, my PS4 hasn't complained at me too much. I think I had one point early when I was playing, like sort of earlier today. It sort of went as the disc, like the disc drive was just having a like a moment. That's a- as it was yeah. trying to load. That's in actually a one of the takeaways. <laughs> Quiet yeah. PS4. Like I don't have to put the AC on. Like it's good. That's yeah. Incredible. <laughs> See, they say that I was playing Control before, and it sounded like you when you open the like menu. Goddamn Chernobyl! Yeah. <laughs> it was intense. I was scared. Man. Um, but actually, speaking of uh, sound, the score in this game oh, is it's unreal. Mm, <laughs> fucking I, beautiful. I actually have kind of a mixed opinion on it. Oh, now you don't have get me a wrong. wrong opinion. You're right. Hang on, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Don't I'm get me confused. wrong. I think no. I think the the score itself is fantastic. I know the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack is legendary in and of its like its own right, and I think this has done a fantastic job at bringing that back. However, I think some of the other audio design overpowers some of the music. Ooh. Ooh. Um, there are times uh, you will notice it if you play the demo again, but you probably won't, Jesse, because you've got. The game now, um, yeah. But like, like, you know, some of the actual combat, uh, some of the some of the actual fight sequences, and uh, even like the boss battles, you can't always hear the music, and it's great when it comes up, like it swells up, and you can hear it, and you sort of go like, oh yeah, here we go. But there are times when you know you'll just be walking down a hallway, and oh look, here's another creature, and you just hit it, and you don't really hear the music. It's just I've I saw a thing, I whacked it, it died. So you think the mix off. like. Out of the you know out of the gate the default settings might be a bit. That's off. a fair call. Yeah, I think I think uh, some of the sound effects are a little bit too overpowering. Yeah. Like um, that that is something that I did notice as well. Um, and I, th- yeah, luckily they do have the option in the setting. You know, just to you know yes. adjust. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. the voice acting seems pretty decent. I don't mind it. I was all. hoping Keelan, you'd sorry, up voice acting. Keelan, there is something here that will get you a little bit excited for Final Fantasy. You were the man that introduced me to Breaking Bad. There is a character in this game called Wedge. He looks like he looks like a soft shell turtle. He is played, voiced by the guy who played Badger. So good. So Ooh, amazing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that look on Keelan's face. It was a mixture of I don't care, but also I'm gonna buy a PS4 Pro. Skinny Pete for part two. Am I right? Done. Sephiroth doesn't come in, and he's played by um. Oh, you played Walter White? Um, <laughs> Brian, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. <laughs> Why even bother? Why even bother? I don't care how much it has to change his character for that to work. That'd be hilarious. Just do it. Um, but I'm actually really glad you mentioned voice acting because overall, again, I think it's absolutely fantastic and every single actor has done a really, really good job at bringing these characters to life. Even like some of the little banter that you hear at the end of a fight and stuff is really nice and feels really natural. Um... Although one of the one of the bad guys, um, his name Heidegger, Heidegger, Heidegger? Yep. yeah, he's voiced by John DiMaggio, 
who, if you don't know, oh, is oh, the Bender. same voice as Bender. Yeah, and also um, Bender, Marcus Bending Rodriguez, and 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 Jake from Adventure Time. Um, yeah. And I, when I first, when he was sort of first on screen and he started talking, I was like, I recognise that voice. And it is, are, I never put that together. It's putting me off. <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, yeah, oh my God, I can't unhear Bender now. <laughs> it's really funny. Futurama is the worst show for that because I can hear any of the actors from oh, Futurama. Man. I instantly recognize yeah. in anything. And Maurice LaMarche is in everything. <laughs> <laughs> he is everything. And I just hear him like, Oh, Tammy's. <laughs> um, but I will uh, say. it was throwing me for a little bit. I was like, ah, I know who this is. And then now I just can't stop picturing Bender <laughs> telling people what to do. It's really funny. <laughs> As somebody who's been following the series for a bit, though, I thought um, it's really interesting. Uh, and I, I do appreciate it. Uh, they, they recast everyone. Mm. So, you know, there wasn't voice acting in the original but uh, with the compilation content, like the movie and the prequel and, you know, so on and so forth. And, you know, appearances in spinoffs and, you know, Kingdom Hearts, um, all that stuff. Uh, th- they've almost changed the voice of every character every time. So Aerith was yeah. once voiced by, like, Mandy Moore or, like, one of the girls from American Pie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this one time at Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> So like, was it a Buster Sword anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Oof! <laughs> yeah, don't like that. Um, so yeah, it's like the actually, I'm not familiar with these actors. They seem like a lot of rookies this time around. You know, other than John DiMaggio <laughs> um, or Badger himself. Um, but and, uh, Biggs and Wedge are also um, quite decorated voice actors. Um, I can't can't remember that, but I recognised um, Biggs's voice straight away. I was like, I he- I've heard him in like fifty other things. I know this person, but I don't know him by name. Um, <laughs> His model reminds yeah, me of John like, Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my beautiful, my beautiful man. Um, but um, yeah, they, they they all do a really really solid job. Like there, there isn't a single weak point thus far i think barrett it's fucking hilarious dude and i love him barrett this is the best voice barrett's ever had like he kills it now the voice acting's good but some of the dialogue is cringy as fuck it's anime it's, it's so 90s and, but it's 90s anime <laughs> so it's just ooh, ooh, rough at times but mm. stepping away from the sound and audio gameplay itself what are we thinking combat love it Love it. I yeah, I agree. Yeah, no. The combat in this game is great. I mean, like, I enjoyed Final Fantasy XV's action-based combat, but I think mm. what they did here um, by adapting Final Fantasy VII's um, ATB system, which was kind of like, instead of being turn-based, you'd have a bar that filled up and pretty much, like, yeah. every, you know. So that, that's a relic from Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. Like, that. that's how it was it started in Final Fantasy IV and continued all the way through Up until, until, I think, like, I think, 12? well, I, 10 is definitely turn-based. I think 9's turn-based as well. So it must be yeah. up to 8, I think, maybe 4 through 8. But um, it was just, it's a great way of keeping the action kind of appealing to action, you know, character action game fans um somebody coming off god of war can look at it and be like yo i can swing a sword with the press of a button (laughs) 
kind of thing. Yeah. You, you were literally describing me. One of the reasons I never got into this when I was younger. And I am, I hate the term Sony pony, but I am. I'm literally drinking out of a PlayStation mug. It's got whiskey in it. I got the same mug. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Zing. It was like $40. Um, <laughs> menu-based games, like menu-based combat in games is such a detractor for me. I just, I look at it and I'm just like, no, this, it seems slow. I've got no time. I don't want to think. I just want to press buttons. I want to just I want stuff happen. stuff happen. This game is such a perfect balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's almost like it's almost like a really good introductory point for me getting into games where you have to use more of a menu-based battle system. Would you guys compare it to amalgamation of both vats? Because that's how I was comparing. That's what how I explained it to Lauren. That reminds me of vats. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad comparison not, actually. That's pretty you spot on. the enemy like. It's cool. And it doesn't I mean, completely stop the action, but it slows it down. Yeah, no, it slows it, it down. Does, you can still see things happening, which, which makes I quite you like. appreciate it more when it slows down. You used to look at it for a moment. It's like, the oh, particles. Damn, this oh, game. Yeah. God <laughs> damn, Cloud, your hair is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but Best hair with, in the game. With that in mind as well, just talking about like the combat, I have lost once. And it wasn't even against a particularly difficult enemy. Mm-hmm. But it felt very much like it was my own fault and wasn't just unfair. Yeah, It wasn't like, oh, no, that was just bullshit. I got trapped in a corner and comboed till death. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, no, I fucked up because I didn't dodge this attack. Because you have so much direct control. You can dodge the attacks that will grapple you and, you know, do you know, 150 damage on the initial attack and then, you know, drain your health for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like you have so much more control. So after that, I was like, fuck, that was my bad. Try that again. And I went in and I took a bit more direct control over my party members yeah. and won it relatively easily because I was then, I was much more involved in what I was actually doing. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really crucial part in mastering the combat of this game. Mm-hmm. One of the complaints I had about the demo is you fight this big scorpion thing, so cool. robot. Does it have yeah. a name? Frank? Uh, Ted? Man, I, <laughs> <laughs> scorpion's I don't know. fine. They refer to it as a scorpion. The scorpion cop. Scorpion tank. Um, scorpion tank. Yeah, I think it's scorpion it tank. Was a, it was a fun fight that went on too long. I mm. feel like it gets it to really a point like, you. okay, clearly I'm going to win this, win this fight. It's just a matter of when. Mm. I have to just keep going. He felt like an absolute bullet sponge. Are yeah. uh, other bosses? Well, I don't know if you're the main like- boss or, or sub boss, but other other bosses and enemies in the game the same? Because that that is another thing that kind of uh, turns me off. I've seen how mm-hmm. how massive, yeah, in a very very cool way, the bosses and enemies in this game can become, yeah, uh, uh, are in the Final Fantasy universe. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that means more board sponges. Well, what I thought was just kind of flogs. not off-putting, but uh, it, it's interesting the way they des- decided to design it was that in the original Final Fantasy VII, um, that scorpion encounter was kind of teaching you that you could. This wasn't a static turn-based kind of battling system. This ain't your granddaddy's Final Fantasy, you know. Um, <laughs> you, you'd watch the scorpion raise its tail, and you knew, like, okay, it's about to hit me. I should defend, kind of thing. Um, Whereas in this one, the battle is a lot longer, like you said. Um, but also, you don't experience a battle that pushes you to that limit for another, like, six hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, there that, isn't another... That's a fair point. Like, I, like that is, like, 
that feels like like you know trying to call the fans out yeah counter yeah um well yeah because i just finished chapter five and at the end of chapter five you fight another big boss and again it's a meaty fulfilling encounter but instead of it just being two party members you've got your third you have a uh a summon that you can use Mm -hmm. and also you've got more abilities available to you not only are you more geared up your weapons are stronger you're already better at fighting and i took him down in a much shorter time frame Mm -hmm. um but it still felt like it had that much of an impact you know there was a time when all three of my characters were on like less than 200 health yeah. and i was panic healing i also and i managed it yeah i also feel like by the time i got to that second boss i had yeah i had better equipment of course but i also understood how the combat worked a bit better so rather yeah. than doing yeah. my um my mashy square attacks where i'm just doing some chip damage i was using a lot more of those special abilities and flipping around mm. my different party members and making better use of their unique abilities which i like you do feel quite badass when you get that that dance down yeah like using your big attacks and your small attacks mm. and you hop between characters you stagger them and then use your focus when you start shot. getting that going and you get that rhythm Ugh. that does feel really cool and i didn't expect myself to fall in love with it the way i did playing the demo so also just getting back to the demo after you beat scorpion king dwayne the rock johnson's scorpion king <laughs> you have to arm a bomb and now i'm gonna go into spoilers here because fuck it it was a demo you should have played it um mm-hmm. there is a bomb that you can arm you can arm it for like Five minutes or 20 minutes, okay? Whatever it is. 20 minutes or 30 minutes. 20 minutes or 30 minutes. So I'm like, you know what? I just beat those fucking scorpion. I'm pretty bad. I'm going to go for 20 minutes. And you get out in four. Yeah. I thought that was going to be really, really tense. That was so (laughs) dumb. So that is actually, admittedly, a callback to the original version (laughs) when it was set to 20 minutes. You didn't have a choice in the original. It was just 20 minutes, get out. But the difference is in the original, you had random encounters and every single random encounter obviously took up a certain amount of time whereas because this game's a bit more linear and there's not really random encounters per se Mm -hmm. you find maybe well i think it's like five additional yeah Yeah, there's like there's like (laughs) one uh spot you get stuck in where there are turrets yeah like and that's like the the big fight on the way back and then it was like whatever like what what is happening (laughs) yeah this game is it felt weird um well, you bring up like, the length of the game. This is a part of the game, a half, a third. We don't quite I know how they're going to divide it up. Yeah, so my understanding is... They, they haven't is, officially come out and said anything, have they? No, no. no. But my understanding... So, the, again, in the original game, this Midgar section, which is what this first, I guess, part of the remake is, was originally only about... Six, seven, maybe eight hours if you really, really took your time. Um, positive estimates are guessing or sort of saying that it's this version that we've got in our hands, the remake, is 60 hours. Yeah. So well, they that had a, has me Because the original game was like fairly short, <laughs> you know, compared to like, you yeah. know, our Persona 5s. And the like. Yeah. Um, oh my god. <laughs> so it it, it kind of clocked in around forty hours when I last played through Final Fantasy VII on PS4. Um, and then from yeah, from what I've heard, um, I think like a completionist run. You know, you're going for all the side quests, trying to get all the materia, maybe trying to get that sweet plat. Um, yeah. Will net you about like forty hours as well. 
So, I mean, like, that's not that bad of a toss-up. And, I mean, like, the pacing so far has been really good. <laughs> but the, yeah, war, I, but the pacing... So, so you're 10, 10 hours in it and it still feels good? Yeah, I feel like... Um, I mean, I don't want to... I don't... You know, guessing the length. I mean, I'm guessing. So, I'm guess That's not really spoilers. Me. <laughs> nah. So, like, my estimate would be I'm around... I want to say, like, halfway through the game. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I reckon unless, like, some of the chapters are shorter than others, admittedly, and they've got some have mm. more cutscenes than others, or some might be this particular mission. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just that are one mission. Doing many side quests? So I've done all the side quests so far. I've just had a couple more open up to me. Um, I've heard they're shit. They're, they're, well, I'm, they're I'm just... Right. <laughs> They're all right. They're fetch quests. I'd say they're better than a lot of open world games that I've played recently. Like, they're not Odysseys, use your Witcher vision or whatever, your assassin sense, your eagle vision to follow this blood trail and solve it. Um, it's more so kind of exploring the area. Um, you might defeat an enemy and they'll be like, yo, come back later. And you're kind of like, okay, I'll do a couple more side missions and then I'll be, then maybe my, uh, my prey will... <laughs> Spring this trap. Well, actually, that kind of, like, goes into what my worry is, and that all kind of heightened it. What I'm hearing and what I was worried about is, like you said, the original game was how long, do you reckon? Um, Like 40 hours. So, let's say 40 hours. Let's say this is divided into three parts. So there's going to be a part one, two, and three of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. So let's just say this is meant to go for... 12 hours. Sure. Yeah, it's 12 hours off the original game. Mm-hmm. Has been stretched into 40 to 60. Mm. That's a lot of side quests and a lot of artificially um, yeah, man. lengthening <laughs> the game. With people mm. saying, hey, come back later on when you've done this. That They're the walls in games that stop me playing. Well, it's more so kind of There like, are some games that have a wall like that. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I should clarify in that example, specific example, I have a certain side quest in mind where I took out some little beasties, you know, um, on the outskirts of town. Um, and then Tifa was just kind of like, Hey, um, like, it looks like the mama isn't coming out anytime soon. Let's go kill time in town. I left the area. I bet if I turned around straight away, went back in, it would have spawned. But, um, what they wanted you to do was just kind of like, it makes the world feel a bit more alive by being like, huh, it isn't showing up yet. Let's just do another round of town. Let's, find that missing cat and then come back. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. It's, it's not so much like, oh, I'll come back after you've done this thing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. more give it five minutes, you know, in real time. Yeah. Um, to, to, I guess, make the world feel like it's more genuine. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, there's there's a, there's a few I guess sort of instances of that where you know some people won't talk to you um, until after you've done a a side quest or something, mm-hmm. but they but they don't say oh I won't talk to you I've got this problem with a bug or whatever. <laughs> it's more they're chatting about something else to someone else. Yeah, and then you go and do something that would essentially seem unrelated you know you do go and you know murder a, a wolf outside a town or whatever had it coming and there. then you come back and then they're like ah oh, hey yeah i've heard about you um actually i need you to help me out here yeah i need you know i heard that you took down this ferocious 
wolf dog thing outside of town. Mm-hmm. Could you actually give me a hand with that? And it kind of plays into the mercenary angle as you're kind of like gaining fame that's, in, this that's sl- in these slums. Um, which, yeah. like, you know, they said in the original that Cloud was a mercenary. But it was just kind of like, yeah. you know, he hooked up with these like environmental terrorists and now he's just like on all into the planet and shiz, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's a surprisingly poignant storyline for like today. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But like, again, go back to the demo. Yeah. I don't care if I ruined the demo for you. You should have played it. So you're a hired mercenary for the for this group and you get hired and all they do is fucking berate you. Well, I mean, so like, you know, aren't you meant to be, you know, aren't you meant to be the best easy. this? Dude, I, I, what? Yeah. I killed everyone on the way here. None of you guys helped me. Okay. You got fucking badger over there selling <laughs> meth. <laughs> well, like in the universe, Awful. he's like. They made me feel so bad. I I hate Barrett. <laughs> I hate him. For the first, from, just in that demo. Dude, I hate no. Barrett. He's no, like, get out of here. And if he wasn't a bully, he would still have his hand. Okay, I don't know how he lost it, but I uh, assume he wouldn't have a gun for uh, hand. Only bullies a mighty have guns for hands. I'm talking about Mega Man. I'm talking <laughs> Mega Man. Mega Man, the biggest asshole of them all. <laughs> You're the jerk. I saw him push an old lady over. Oh, dear. In my, in my fan fiction. <laughs> Why do I mention fan fiction every time we have a guest on? <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of don't want you to anymore. Yeah, tell me about your Animal oh. Crossing fanfic. <laughs> no, no, that's no, no, no. Well, no, I wanted no, to no. actually and, ask, and, and Tom Nook is like, "You can't pay." It's <laughs> another way. Anyway. We don't take bells here. Um, <laughs> we take bells. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <it's Damn> <laughs> um, But yeah, I was actually interested in um, how much the context was l- like lost on you guys because they kind of don't explain everything. Like they leave no. a lot up to you, and I, I mean, I love that. But um, I just want to know, like. What are you, your guys' perception of Soldier or of Shinra? So I kind of know off them just because my partner loves Final Fantasy. So I, I, I know a little bit of the lore of Final Fantasy, just, um, just through I've her. just absorbed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, whereas in, in my case, um, obviously at the moment it is very much, uh, Shinra are evil and Soldiers were the evil people tools. And now this one is not evil, <laughs> so he is good guy. Therefore, main protagonist. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. In that case, sorry, the- I take it all back. I I am wrong. Then I thought they were just bad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, Cloud, Cloud is ex soldier, and he makes comments about that as well yeah. during the during the demo. But also, there is a little comment which Cloud says to Barrett yeah. at one point, where he's like, "Huh." That's interesting. And Barrett's like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, nothing. Just that black and white worldview of yours. And he's like, well, look, there's room for one more if you want to join in on this. <laughs> and Cloud's like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Because it isn't just black and white. Like, you, you see some of the Shinra people being jerks because, oh, they won't help this person out. Because, again, they've gone, hey, look, there's this big evil, like, big harmful creature. They're stopping the terrorists. come into this room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then oh no, but they're stopping terrorists. It's like yeah, but are they not evil? Oh, who knows who's evil anymore? And whatever. <laughs> I like that moral ambiguity. Like I, I'm, I'm quite interested to get into the storyline of this game. I, again, it's it's something that when I was growing up, I didn't get into mainly because of the combat system with the menu menus and stuff like that. But growing up, I've developed a appreciation for it from the outside, mm. where it is it is 
a staple. The anime I didn't, hair. I didn't play it. And there has to be a reason that people like it. And playing the I, demo, playing the demo, I'm like, okay, all right. Um, the storyline is maybe where it will fall apart for me personally. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> from from what I've experienced, again, only being about six hours in, is that overall it's holding up pretty well. I was expecting there to be a few flaws that would show up and, you know, a couple of issues come up through the cracks. But no, so far it is pretty airtight. And it isn't afraid to be like, no, 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 this isn't just a black and white situation. It is yeah. a bit grey. Like, there's a grey area. That is what's going on. I'm right. actually really caught off guard by how much they've changed as well. <laughs> like they've really fleshed out this world and kind of made it like, oh yeah, this doesn't all take place over a day or, hey, look, Cloud doesn't sleep on the floor in a pub, you know, kind of thing. He has a place yeah. where Aww. he sleeps kind of thing. And it's like, I want my Cloudy boy to get his rest. Yeah. Cloud, I, I like Cloud a lot more than I expected. Just <laughs> for the, again, just in the demo. Cloud seems He's like not too edgy cool for you? You think, you think he's got a little <laughs> heart of gold um, in there or something? I don't know. I just like his hair. He's got some good hair. Dude, man, if I was half as attractive as you, talking about that though, can we can we just for a second appreciate how fucking good this game really, really looks? Like I know we've talked about it's pushing the PS4 to its absolute limit. The best looking game I've ever played on console. So I would agree with that. Sorry, something I forgot to mention earlier with the when we're talking about graphics and stuff was I do agree. Like especially at nighttime. Like, it looks incredible. Things look yeah. super flat during the day. But that could be a context thing where it's kind of like they live under this massive city that's, like, literally above them. You know? They live underneath yeah. this big mushroom. Ooh. Like, they've got artificial sunlight coming in kind of thing. Ooh. That's yeah. one of those things that, like, playing the game, if you find out something that confirmed that, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. This is the best game Like, yeah, if I, if I, I picked up a book and games. it was like, yo, man, like, this artificial light makes everything look super flat, I'd be like, yo, like, take my money, Nomura. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, very, very minor spoiler. When you, when you parachute <laughs> down, that, yeah. that cutscene is stunning. Yeah, yeah. Like... Oh my god, I was like, fuck, this is incredible. And there's, like, even within that cutscene where they could have just had a nice little cinematic pan of, you know, what's got, like, what it is that's happening. But now they actually throw in a bit of character development yeah. in there. And um, the character, Jesse, I am in love with. <laughs> Thanks, man. No, that's sweet. I mean, I'm also in love with you too. I like his glasses. Hey. And like, even the cinematography, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like in the actual cutscenes, yeah. is like they're taking like interesting, risky, like camera angles and stuff. And that's also yeah. where, compare that I, to the NPC dialogue during side quests, it's your standard Witcher, Assassin's Creed shot, reverse shot kind of thing, which personally, mm. I like sticks out to me like a sore thumb. Um, yeah. But then as soon as I get back on the main story path, it's like, okay, like, you're, <laughs> you're taking this some interesting shots. where they've invested yeah, their time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the other thing, actually, speaking of camera angles, is... <sighs> overall, like, and I'm getting used to it the more that I play it, but I want to be able to pull the camera back from Cloud's shoulder just a bit more. For upskirts. You can. Up can. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Josh is the pervert. <laughs> Just for a oh. slightly more comfortable playing angle. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what, that, yeah. <laughs> On the uh, floor. I mean, what? Y'all um, blocked. <laughs> you can, like, this is the biggest, one of the biggest criticisms I've heard about the game. The camera is really zoomed into cloud, which makes combat, especially indoors, quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, you can tweak that in your, menus, in, your, in your menu screen. I find it really interesting, though, that there, there are true things in this game that were brought up. The audio balancing and the camera angle that the default is garbage. You need to tweak it. That's annoying. For a game mm. that's been in gestation for a trillion years. When was this game first announced? <laughs> Five years like, ago. Josh, you, meant, you mentioned there was a tech demo on the PS3. Yeah, so this 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 game was announced five years ago. They did they just did a tech demo on like when they showed off oh, the PS3 just to be like, like, hey, look how close this looks a to a CG like film. We could do it. Yeah, it was kind of like yeah, like, it was definitely a tease. The idea of a remake of Final Fantasy VII oh, has been so it's like been around since before that tech demo. Yeah, so like yeah. solid like fifteen years, <laughs> and then it was confirmed five years yeah. ago and had a number of delays, which I think have all actually been for the better. Well, this game doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like it was actually being developed by um, the studio that made Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Cyber Connect oh, wow. Two. Like they were making this game, they were announced to be. Um, making it and it was like yeah Square's outsourcing this game that is like the most anticipated thing of all time and everybody was kind of like losing their minds because it's kind of like these guys make Naruto games and like (laughs) it looks flashy and like it's faithful to you know Naruto but it is very much a stadium fighter it's an arena arena fighter where like they could pull off some flashy combos and stuff but like exploring a world and stuff I'm not so certain about so, like, two and a half years, I think, like, that entire project got scrapped. Like, they scrapped this game. And then two years later, we have this. So, I mean, like... Yeah. When you look at it that way, it's like, oh, okay, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have done something absolutely incredible with this game. It's one of the few games I think is starting to meet the hype. And I, mean, I can't mm. wait for everyone to play it. Like I said earlier, Australia got this earlier. Like yeah, well, out of imagine- nowhere, it just like, there's a few little rumors here and there that maybe, maybe it's in this break street release. Ten days is huge, and for it to be officially broken, where Square came and said, "Just fucking do it. Just don't be <laughs> dicks about it. Don't tell everyone." Yeah. How well, did imagine- you guys react when that news dropped? Right. Well, I was sat there at work. Obviously, it's April Fool's Day, and I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't. yeah, yeah." yeah it was the first of April. And I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I can't be dealing with, like, given everything else that's going on, I can't really be dealing with a whole bunch of April Fool's jokes. Which, speaking of, I'm actually really glad I don't think many people really did. Um, Anyway, I got a text message from EB Games saying, pick up your copy of Final Fantasy VII. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I checked on Facebook and, like, four or five other friends were like, yo, look what I managed to get. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's legit. Like, this isn't people fucking around. Um, and then during my lunch at work, I was watching a video, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Pro Jared at all. Yeah, uh, yes. YouTuber. Review. Yeah, yeah. He went he went through a lot of controversy last year, um, which has mostly been cleared up. Anyway, um, he is a massive, massive Final Fantasy fan, and so he was like, "Oh, Final Fantasy Seven review," and I'm like, "Oh shit, maybe because he's such a big fan, he might have been given a copy a bit early. That's cool." And then I watched his review, and within the first few minutes, he's like, 
the demo, it does not represent the finished product, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then it turned to its gameplay, and basically it's like an 8-bit demake of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. <laughs> Made in dreams. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, I was like, oh, fuck. <sighs> And that's what I shared to to the little yeah. WhatsApp group. I'd be very uncomfortable when I saw that. I'm like, wait. No, you really got sh- me with that one. <laughs> it got me. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, cool I- about this coming early, like, again, didn't grow up with it, but a lot of people grew up with this yeah. game. And a lot of the cool thing is a lot of my friends who I didn't know that were that into gaming are really, really psyched for this game. Yeah. Um, so when the news dropped, just... The happiness that was online, Jesse, you was made my really day. Nice. I was like, like, because we'd heard about it a couple of days before, where um, Square put out a message saying, like, you know, gonna be shipping it to retailers early, blah blah. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. I like, I pre-order from Amazon. Like, my copy will get here maybe the day before the tenth. It'll, I'll get it on the ninth. Yeah. Like, um, I was finishing up uh, a platinum. Like, I, I finished up getting the Persona Five original platinum. And I was kind oh, of wow. like, damn, that's a Dead decent thing. platinum to get. Thank you. Oh, man, that's hard. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, but uh, I was kind of at a loose end after that. And my copy of Royal came in and I was kind of like, Do I, I don't want to jump back into that so soon. Um, I was just kind of like, you know, twiddling my thumbs, playing some Animal Crossing and stuff. And I'm like, oh, you know, got to go to work, head off to work. And this beautiful Jesse Monroe <laughs> sends me a message and says, yo, dude, you got your copy yet? I'm like, what? It's out now. And he's like, yeah, JBEB. And I'm like, oh boy, went to the bathroom at work. I'm like, yeah, I'm canceling my Amazon. <laughs> you know, I'm getting that on the way home. Like, ugh, I was so excited because like, I, I was just waiting for it to drop <laughs> anytime. And the yeah, fact that it came out like, 10, like during an unprecedented, like historical event <laughs> as well. Mm. I think that COVID-19 takes a back seat to the the historical event that is Final Fantasy VII. That's it, man. <laughs> Let's not give COVID-19 the power anymore, okay? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Call me when they make a remake of Final Fantasy VI. Then we'll be talking. Yeah, what? dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a better game, straight up. Although I'd oh, wager probably, probably the best version of it that I've played is on the uh, SNES Mini. The SNES Classic. My My favorite way of playing it. Because you can save states. Oh, that too. Like, like but. every re-release of Final Fantasy VI has been like butchered <laughs> as well. Yeah, they like oh, yeah. ruin the, the PC. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Before we start wrapping stuff up here, what are your uh, Simon and uh, Josh? What are your final thoughts on Final Fantasy? Go for it, Simon. Um. Overall, I think this is one of the best, most polished games that I've ever seen. It's a joy to play. Uh, the story and narrative are actually really fun, and it gives you as a player a decent sense of agency and investment into not only the characters, but also the rest of the world. As a result of all of this ambition, I think there are a few drawbacks, mostly technical, mostly you know stuff that just sort of can't be helped. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to the polished final version of this game that's going to come out on PS. The remake remake. You know when you... You yeah. know when you talk to somebody about a game and you can genuinely see in their eyes that they love the game? 
Simon just had that moment. <laughs> you seem genuinely. I, I was sort of staring at my PS4 game. as I said that as well. <laughs> like, nice. Just staring at my PS4, like, yeah. Looking embarrassed. I normally don't. <laughs> Simon's yeah. just like, yeah, Jesse, can you fucking wrap this thing up? I want to fucking play. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking no, at it. Like, oh. I'm going to drag <laughs> this out. <laughs> Josh, what do you think of the game? So, um, as somebody who's been looking forward to it for most of their life, <laughs> um, it's, it's everything I wanted it to be. Um, it gives me hope that uh like they can actually release parts two and three or four five maybe In six five you know um yeah exactly but it gives me hope that it's actually <laughs> going to happen because between this and kingdom hearts three last year it's like square's making good on their promises and like huh. they're not bad games they're good solid games that hold up in like today's climate and um i mean also if we're going to talk about square enix released rpgs that have you know, being unprecedented and fucking fantastic. Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers, the best MMO expansion of all I hear time. Incredible stuff. Like it and- is. Oh no, Simon does not wish. stop about this game. I, Simon, uh, okay, but I'm just, carry me, okay. carry me. <laughs> happily, <laughs> happily. I mean, like, there, there's a patch coming out tomorrow where we get like some more stuff, some more gear. Bunny day. And I'm like, oh man, I've got to finish leveling up my Gunbreaker <laughs> to eighty. I'm like level seventy two or something. But it's right, my paladin's maxed out level 80. Before Simon goes off for 14 years about this goddamn game, we're going to wrap it up there. So if you want to listen to more of this, or just this episode, we're on Spotify and iTunes. So jump on there, subscribe, leave us a review. They help. Um, check out Fan Critical Podcast and all good podcast services. Um, at the moment, they are reviewing Westworld Season 3. And they also have a massive back catalogue of um, shows and movie reviews, discussions, um, great time to do it. I mean, we're all working. Well, a lot of us are working from home at the moment. You want to um, listen to something? Hmm? There are worse things to listen to. Um, <laughs> we have a bunch of episodes as well now. We almost have a back catalog now. We have six episodes yeah. behind us now. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, if you want to speak to us, you can uh, send us an email at sorry mode video game podcast at gmail.com. Talk to us over on Facebook and Twitter. Chuck us a follow and a like and all that business at story mode pod. Um, also, fan critical is on Patreon. So if you want to get access to some extra shows and the uh, Discord server run by Simon, uh, hey. jump on there and <laughs> chuck a couple of buckarinos our way and uh, yeah, you get a bunch of extra content with that. Um, so yeah, just wrap things up. Thanks for joining us, uh, Keelan. Thank you. Thank you. Simon, thank you. Thank you. And a very special guest, Josh Cotter. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, guys. I had a great time. You guys are all very, Thanks. very Thanks well-spoken young yeah. guys. Thanks for coming along. It was a pleasure we'll have you along anytime um and as i said a few uh in the last episode with all this business happening around with various diseases and and all that tiger king's on it's a crazy time for everyone um we're gonna try and release a few extra things so keep an eye on our social medias and stuff with that um we're gonna have a few extra goodies coming your way maybe a competition who knows (laughs) who's to say Who's to say? I'm to say. There will be one. Um, <gasps> so. <laughs> breaking no. Audible gas. He's breaking the last so, of a street date, man. <laughs> Single-handedly. <laughs> I like actually, sorry, j- just to jump back into it for one quick second. When Final Fantasy broke its street date, I speak to Kiel, I'm like, what if the other game just breaks street gate date? We get Last of Us in two weeks. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> no, I was wrong. I could not have been more wrong. <laughs> so, Devastated. Thanks for joining us. Um, stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay away from people. They're gross. You don't want to be near them anyway. You know what I mean? Stay inside. 
actually Probably raining anyway. If, if you want to keep uh, a good distance, I recommend either looking into a like a six foot long pole arm or a Buster Sword replica. Mm-hmm. That should do it. Ooh. And if anyone gets too close, just whack them. Whack them. <laughs> I want to see Milby walking around with medieval weaponry. Absolutely, um, I am here for that. Yeah, because no one's gonna get close to you if you, you know if you've got one of those um, what are the jousting sticks called? You mean like a, a spear? It's not a spear. It's a jousting pole. A javelin? And a jousting pole. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 No, I'm gonna drag this out. <laughs> <laughs>